to Cut for Time, a podcast of Faith Church Indy, and I'm Claire Kingsley, and I'm here with Pastor Joey today. We are on our series in Philippians, and on Sunday, Joey taught on Philippians chapter 1, verses 19 through 26. If you haven't listened to the sermon yet, it is up on our website and on our podcast feed. Joey, at the start of your sermon, you mentioned that you felt unqualified. You admitted you felt unqualified to preach this text. Can you explain to us why you felt that way? What was your heart behind that? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, this text has right in the middle of it, to live is Christ and to die is gain. And I don't know anyone who really feels like they can live that well, uh, myself included. Um, you know, it, it's, it floors me sometimes. Paul describes himself as the worst of sinners in one place and then sums up the entirety of his life as living for Christ and others. And um, I don't have that figured out. So I was like, I don't know. I, I'm not qualified to preach this sermon. Yeah. Somebody told me afterwards that it was a good way to lower expectations because then, then everyone's like, oh, wow, you actually did all right with that passage. Mm-hmm. It makes you more human too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Prompts us to remind ourselves that we're all in need of grace and oh yeah well and one of the big things that you can make a mistake about any christian leader is just because they're talking about it doesn't mean they have it figured out right it doesn't mean they're living it i mean jeff and i can get up and talk about grace and forgiveness and redemption and reconciliation and it doesn't mean that our marriages are perfect and our families are perfect and all this other stuff like most of the time we're just preaching at ourselves and you guys get to listen in Mm -hmm. yeah thanks for sharing yeah so um, what's one thing that you had to cut for time on Sunday um, because you were short on time? Yeah, actually, this the sermon this week went through uh, a number of changes before its finished form. I'm not even sure finished is the right word for it. Like, you never finish a sermon. You just run it's out time. of time. It's time to preach. Yeah, it's time to preach. So um, I was going in a whole different direction with this sermon. Um and the title that I chose earlier in the week, Yes And, was an allusion to uh, the rule of improv. Yes And, that you always uh, take the premise that's given to you and then you develop it, you add to it in improv. You never say um, no or yes but, because those are ways of denying what the other person is doing. So I was gonna tell sure. a story about um, the one time I was in an improv class in high school um, when I was at a, at a retreat somewhere and how poorly I did. Um, Because I just wasn't paying attention to what the rest of the actors were doing and Mm -hmm. trying to do my own thing. But I I, I was initially going in that direction with Paul saying, essentially saying to God, yes, to what God has already given and let's develop that more. Mm -hmm. Um, But it wasn't until later in preparation that I decided to, to shift and focus more on joy. And so yes, and made less sense in that context. Mm -hmm. Um, on the fly, I don't know if you've prepared this, but do you mm-hmm. have a different sermon title that you would choose now that oh, you've taught um, the sermon? What would I choose? Um, on the fly, I do not have a title, but on the fly would be a good tagline. <laughs> yes. Uh, stay tuned for the end of the episode where yeah, Joey yeah. will reveal his special tagline. The tagline episode. of the week. Yes. Okay, thanks. Sorry about that. For no. For putting you on the spot there. It's good. Um, so Joey, we are asking listeners to send in questions that they have follow up or things that maybe you could expand or, Mm -hmm. um, tease out a little bit. And so we have a very special, our very first question from a listener. Yay. Steve Chambaugh. 
Give it up for Steve. Steve Chamba, everybody. Thank you for submitting a question. So, uh, just for listeners, Joey does not know what this question is ahead of time. He agreed that I can um, spring it on him, and we'll see what his gut reaction is. All right. So, um, Joey, did Jenna know that you were going to expose the existence of Blanky before you did it? She did know. Um, we were driving to church and uh, on Sunday morning, and uh, I was telling her what I was going to preach, and she was like, you should tell people about Blanky. So really? She, it was Jenna's idea? It was Jenna's idea. She knew. Yep. Wow. Yeah. How often do you get ideas from, like, does Jenna add input oh, or something like that? Um, I mean, if I just watch her for a few minutes, I usually come up with something embarrassing to say about <laughs> her. Um, so that's great. Uh, the only thing that saves me is that she does also does not have a microphone in 35 minutes to talk about me. But, uh, no, she usually gives me really good ideas and uh, secretly likes it when I throw her under the bus. That's awesome. Jenna's such a good sport. Um, this is part two of Steve's question. How many parts are, are there to Steve's um, just, question? This is two of two. Two of two, okay. Uh-huh. Um, do you get permission from Jenna in general to share personal details of your life when you're preaching? Yes. She will usually ask me at some point in the week, do you have any good stories or how are you throwing me under the bus this week? And then I'll tell her. So like she knew um, that I was going to talk about her wedding day. Um, she knew I was going to talk about Blanky. Um, she, I usually don't like say I'm going to, you know, I'm going to talk about it in exactly this way, but mm -hmm. I'll, uh, she'll know that it's coming. Sure. Yeah. So do you feel like, um, you need to ever ask for permission or is it always understood that you're just going to go ahead and, um, yeah, I guess I, I, I don't ever really say like, can, do I have your permission to share this? It's more like, Hey, I was thinking of using this story to illustrate this point. What do you think? Mm -hmm. So I guess that's the same way, but. I've actually heard people ask this question, I think, to you or to Jenna, not necessarily in relation to Blanky, but also just like at other points in sermons, mm -hmm. you know, they wonder, what do you run past your wife right, before you share right. it? So I'm so glad Steve asked the question. Thanks, Steve. So we end our podcast. We wrap it up with asking what's one joke or illustration or personal story you wish you could have included on Sunday that might help us to get to know you better or have a laugh. Mm. Well, I, I w talked about the improv class, and I would have told a story about, like, it was the, you know, three people in the scene, and we were tagging in and out, and so people were expanding the scene as they came in, and, and I couldn't think of anything, so I was just sitting there waiting, like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a MacGyver joke, right? Um, and so when I tapped in, I made the joke, killed the scene, and I don't mean killed in a good way, I mean, like, just ended it, because it, ha it didn't fit at all with what had happened before, so... Um, that doesn't that fits into the first version of the sermon, but not the second version of the sermon. So that whole yeah. introduction just got put in my uh, deleted material um, file yeah. for some future sermon. I don't know. There's plenty of other things I cut more content-wise. Um, I wrote a couple hundred words on the etymology of the word happiness, which comes from the Old Norse, by the way, for me meaning chance or fate. Hmm. Uh, we still use hap in words like happenstance sure. or I don't know it just happened mm -hmm. um, anyway and then the word went happy went through a whole transition over 500 years of use in English that I find fascinating but I won't bore the listeners with mm, that is actually really fascinating <clears throat> I it love is those it is really interesting I, oh us. man I'm, I'm all about dropping them nuggets <laughs> thanks Joey etymological nuggets are my specialty Awesome. Yeah. We look forward to that every week. With yes. You. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, well, thanks so much, Joey, for joining us for a Cut for Time. That's all we have for today's episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, just take a few seconds after listening to leave a review for us. The more reviews we get, it makes the podcast more visible to others searching for our church and searching for this type of content. So it is time to sign off. Joey, time for your tagline. Hey, thanks for tuning in this week for today's uh, edition of Grilled Nuggets uh, brought to you by Chick-fil-A. Chicken so blessed you don't even have to pray before you eat. So in, uh, in Bible college, I took a choral conducting class. I was a music minor, so I'd have two semesters of choral conducting. And uh, everybody right in the class had to lead a warm-up exercise um, one class period. And um, one of the guys had us doing, um, doing vowels together and then ending with a, a consonant with, with a D. So he said, all right, everybody's um, on two. So we'd be like, two, 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 two. Mm-hmm. We, we had to keep doing this. He was like, all right, now now on new. And then we're all going, new, 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 nude. And now on lu. Lu, 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 And, uh, yeah. Did anyone think it was hilarious? Oh, yeah, but we couldn't break because this is a very mm-hmm. conservative Bible college. Okay. Here we go. Nuggets okay. dropped. <laughs>